about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for listening today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Park. We invite you to look with us in the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 15, beginning at verse 11. Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and will say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and in your sight, and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring him, excuse me, bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I've... I've been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this your son, but as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your har- your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It is right that we should make merry and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. Verses 11 through 31, Luke chapter 15. Father, we thank you for the powerful, the wonderful, and the blessed story of the prodigal son. And we thank you, Lord, for the fact that this story, amongst other things, helps us see in a wonderful way the beautiful love that you have for us as people all over the world. Thank you for the everlasting love with which you love us, and thank you for the fact that you have an enduring love that will go through great lengths to draw us back to yourself. Father, 
stir us to be the people of God that you'd have us to be that are always living a lifestyle of evangelism and discipleship. And help us in particular as parents be wise enough to know how to look to you, to trust you, and to entrust you each of our children in prayer, knowing that you're a God that knows how to reach each and every one of them wherever they might be. Help us to be the faithful, interceding, and discipling parents you would have us to be continually. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer. Father, we join the psalmist David who asks, Whom have I in heaven but you? And besides you, I desire nothing on earth. Father, give us hearts like that, that we would be have a single focus on you, that you would be our great desire. Father, we know, as the psalmist said, that our flesh and our heart may fail, but you are the strength of our hearts and our portion forever. We rejoice in you today. We thank you today. We humbly uh, want to serve you today in a way that brings you much honor and much glory. We pray for our listening family that you would strengthen each one. So many needs in this uh, fallen world. Father, we pray that uh, you would give them the courage and the strength to cast all their burdens on you, that they would day by day learn more what it means to rest in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guest today is Carolyn Morgan. She's the author of the book, The Prodigal Prayer Guide, along with Francine Perry and Laura Perry. And this is, we've had the opportunity to have Francine and Laura Perry on with us in the past, but this is, I believe, our first time of having Carolyn. Carolyn, how are you today? I am fine. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor and a privilege to have you on today, Carolyn. And uh, Carolyn, if you'll take time now specifically, uh, again, uh, as I mentioned, we've had the honor of having Francine and Laura on before, but not had you on. So if you'll uh, introduce yourself, and shortly we're going to get a chance to talk about the Prodigal Prayer Guide. And But I want you to introduce yourself and share about your journey being involved in this wonderful project as well. Well, um, so I was a part of Francine's Bible study um, and grieving over my own daughter who has chosen to walk away from what we taught her. And um, Francine had started a prodigal prayer basket, and we were just praying regularly um, through the Bible study. And one day I just felt led to pray Um, some scripture prayers that I had been writing. In my desperate need as a mom, I was just writing prayers from the scripture wherever I happened to be, whether it's through my quiet time devotional or just my Bible study. I would just use the scripture to pray because so often, you know, we pray the same things and we don't know what to pray. And we're so confused about what's going on with our prodigals and, and, feel so much guilt, and we just don't know how to pray as we should. So I began, or I'd been doing this for years, but um, I had just really started digging in to praying the Scripture. And so I offered to pray one day at Bible study one of these Scripture prayers, and from that, um, Francine then wanted us to begin having a regular prodigal prayer session. So we do that about every six weeks, and since I had started that, I just started writing more prayers for each session, 
and I would just kind of take a theme based on where I was in the scripture. I'm not organized, you know, like someone who would say, pray for this, pray for that. I would just be where I was in the scripture. Like this morning, I have open right here on my desk, Psalm 73, which mm-hmm. I just loved hearing um, that prayed this morning um, just a minute ago, because I lo- that's my favorite psalm. And I, I just, whom have we in heaven but earth? I mean, um, who have we in heaven but God? You know, our flesh and our heart do fail, and we feel such despair that going to the Word and praying the Word, it changes us, and it's powerful living and active in our prayers and changing our prodigals. So that's how we got started. And Mm -hmm. it was just birthed out of my despair and our despair over Laura back before she came home. It just, it was just a spontaneous birth that God did. It was nothing that we planned. Mm-hmm. Now, you alluded to something you referred to, uh, I think you call it a prodigal prayer basket. Can you explain what that is? So Francine started that at the, bo- at the Bible study, and we would put names in the basket of prodigals who had walked away from the Lord. So primarily our emphasis was um, children or family members, friends who had grown up in the church and or proclaimed salvation, but had walked away. Mm-hmm. And we know that some in the basket maybe never knew the Lord to begin with. We don't know for sure, but we're praying for those who we know were trained in the Word or mm-hmm. brought up in church. You know, we homeschooled my children. Um, we have I had my daughter in Awana. She memorized tons of scripture. She went through all four Awana books. And so I know the word is in her. Mm-hmm. I have her um, her testimony before she went to Biola University. She had to write it out. I have that. Mm-hmm. I have her Bible where she's underlined so many verses that now I'm praying for her. So this basket was just started by putting names in of people that we know have walked away from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, and, and so this was an activity amongst the, a women's group within your church, is that correct? Within Francine's church. So I go to one Baptist church, and Francine's at, enough, at First Baptist in Bartlesville. I go to Bartlesville Southern, mm-hmm. but so the, bar, the Bible study is Francine's Bible study at First Baptist, and she started the basket. Okay, so you all weren't members of the same church, but you chose to can't come together for the for the work of praying for prodigals, is that correct? Well, I came to the Bible study for quite a while before all of this started. It mm-hmm. just it just was it was just a work of God. I was in the Bible study, I was connecting with Francine, and I asked to pray a prodigal prayer based mm-hmm. on scriptures that I had been praying at home, mm-hmm. and then it just became something. So we didn't plan anything. Mm-hmm. God God directed our path. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask, if you would, at this time, Carolyn, would you pray for our listeners that they would have uh, listening ears for whatever the Lord wants to share with them today as they listen through the broadcast and as you share about and from the Prodigal Prayer Guide? Okay. Father, I lift up all of those who are listening today. We come before your throne of grace in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ And I lay all these people before you. You know their names. You know their hearts. You know the grief that they may be feeling. 
the confusion they may feel, the guilt they may feel, you know their needs. And I pray that as they listen to this broadcast and they hear the scripture and they hear the prayers, that your Holy Spirit would intervene in their lives and reach into their hearts and bring comfort, bring guidance and direction and grace that they may find mercy and receive grace in their time of need. So we lift all of these listeners before you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 And uh, let me mention to our listeners, you, uh, you're able to go to go online to inhisimage.movie and click on prayer at the top of the page. And you can, number one, you can leave your prayer requests there that you may have, prayer requests that you may have in praying for prodigals in your own life. But also you can download a copy of the prayer guide for free or, or else if you want to purchase a hard copy, you can give a suggested donated donation of $10 at the AFA Resource Store online. So again, uh, go to that uh, website to leave your prayer requests or to download a copy, a free copy of the prayer guide, or you can purchase a hard copy with a suggested donation, again, as I said, of $10. Father, thank you for every listener. Thank you for every parent that's listening that may very well have a prodigal son or daughter out there that they've been praying and believing you for to draw them back to you. Father, anoint each and every parent in particular with a fresh anointing of grace and encouragement in this regard. And Lord, we're believing you, Lord, to do a great work in the heart of every listener, every parent in particular, to be greatly encouraged to know that you're a God that knows how to reach our children no matter where they are. Father, help us to persevere in prayer and praying, not only for our own children, but other, peop- other person, people's prodigals that might be out there as well. We live in a world that's so deceptive that's trying to draw in our children and draw them into darkness. Help us as your church to be faithful to intercede on their behalf that they would come to Christ and committing or recommitting their lives to you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Our phone guest today is Carolyn Morgan. She's one of the three co-authors of the book, The Prodigal Prayer Guide. We'll be right back. Came the change. 
Casting crowns with love moved first. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest is Carolyn Morgan. She's the author of the book, The Prodigal Prayer Guide, along with Francine Perry and Laura Perry as well. And before Carolyn comes back, we're going to listen to a brief testimonial from Laura Perry. Hi, I'm Laura Perry, and I was in the film In His Image, and um, I'm a former transgender. I lived that way for about nine years, and um, God has just radically set me free, and now he's continuing to just restore and redeem my life so far beyond what I ever imagined, and now he's brought this amazing man into my life. This is Perry. Initially, I did not have any clue that I was going to get married. Um, I, I told God, I said, you know, I, I'm fine if I'm just single the rest of my life. And when I left the transgender lifestyle, I really thought I would just always feel like a man. I thought I was just always going to feel trans, but I, I was just going to deny that for Christ. I had no idea the healing that God was going to bring into my heart and my life. But as he healed me, I began to desire a husband, but I prayed. I said, like, God, I, I want whoever you want for me. And I asked God to arrange my marriage. <laughs> and so I really trusted the Lord. I, I think the Lord put that on my heart and really prepared me for two or three years. And I was really comfortable being single. I wasn't really looking for anybody. I didn't need anybody. And then I met Laura. You know, I had prayed that the Lord would give me somebody that would be, I could be on the same team with her. And I was attracted to her beautiful smile and her, her very positive attitude, her love for the Lord, her love for the Word of God, her desire to do ministry, her desire to obey God no matter what. She's become irresistible to me ever since then. I think I'd known for a while that God had a husband for me, 
but as we started dating and as we got closer to marriage, a lot of these fears and these insecurities and anxieties started coming out. Fears about being rejected, fears about being left or, or dumped or not looking good enough, all kinds of insecurities about my body and the things that I'd changed. I'd had a double mastectomy and he knew all those things uh, really before we started dating. Um, he knew my testimony and my past, but there was still a lot of fears of, is he really going to be able to handle this? I haven't had any trouble with her, her past because her past is in the past. And she is not the same person that she once was. God has radically changed her and redeemed her. She's a new creature. There were so many times he had to reassure me um, <laughs> that, that he really loved me and mm -hmm. that, that he accepted the things about me and the things about my body that are different and like that I don't have breasts anymore and things like that. And that's, I've been amazed by his love for me. God has so far, um, so far above anything I ever asked or imagined, God has just exceeded every expectation or belief or thought that I had any plan for my life. I really honestly thought I was gonna be miserable the rest of my life. <laughs> I thought um, if I can just obey God for the next 40, 50 years, then I knew I was gonna be okay in heaven. I knew that I would have a redeemed body. I knew I'd no longer have a sin nature. I knew there would be no more tears. So I knew I was just sort of hanging on until then, but I've just been blown away at what God has done in my life. And so I wanna encourage anybody that's watching this, God is so much bigger than, than we make him. And whatever you're struggling with, Jesus has overcome all sin. He died on the cross to save us from our sins, but he was raised again to new life. And he wants the same for us, to raise us again to new life, to make us new creatures. And that's something that Perry has uh, shared with me several times, that he sees me as the new creature that God has created me to be and not as my old past. Hmm. And for any parents out there, you know, the enemy used to tell my mom all the time, um, you just need to accept this. She's never gonna change. She's always gonna be this way and you just need to get over it. But it wasn't true. <laughs> Who gives this beautiful bride to be married? Her mother and I. And God has changed my heart. He's changed my mind. He's changed my beliefs. He's changed my emotions and my desires. And I'm just stunned at what God has done. So there's, you know, with man, this may seem impossible, but with God, all things are possible. I love you, Laura. And I know that God has brought us together. Are you with the string? I pledge my life and love to you. I pledge my life and love to you. Your family will be my family, and your God, my God. A powerful testimony uh, from Laura Perry about the wonderful journey the Lord has brought her through in saving her, drawing her back to himself. And again, you can find uh, so much of Laura's story uh, prior to even this testimony that she shared uh, from In, in His Image, a documentary uh, produced by American Family Studios. Hope that you will look into finding out and getting a copy of that and watching that very powerful uh, story as it unfolds. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone uh, guest today is Carolyn Morgan. She's the author of the book, The Prodigal Prayer Guide, along with Laura Perry and her mom, Francine Perry, as well. And uh, Carolyn, uh, I want to ask if you'll just share your thoughts and comments about the testimony you just heard. Of course, you've known Laura and her mom for a, a long time, but any thoughts that you'd like to share about the powerful testimony Laura just shared? Well, that was wonderful to hear. Um, I had not heard that um, updated testimony with Perry, and he is so precious. 
you know, I was in the Bible study before um, Laura came home, so I was there that first day she came home, um, and she looked so manly, but wearing women's clothes and just being obedient to God. And to see the transformation over these years, is it really is stunning. But to, to, for God to bring Perry into her life, he is he is amazing. And another amazing part of the story is that God had prepared me in this relationship also because I used to coordinate weddings. And so I had quit quit doing that, but had the great privilege of coordinating, decorating, coordinating the wedding for Laura and Perry. And she wanted it to be the story of redemption. Mm. And she had all these wonderful ideas about how to bring in um, the Jewish um, wedding traditions into it. And it I'm telling you, it was just the most beautiful thing. <laughs> Actually, I, I enjoyed it more watching it later because I was so busy getting her in the door <laughs> that I didn't, I missed some of it, but mm. it was, it, it's just, it stuns me also to see the changes and to see how God brought Perry into her life and what a perfect match to give her the covering of protection and the strength and the support she needs to continue to tell her story because people need to hear about how powerful God is and how he can change a mm. life like that. Mm. I, I just don't even have words, and I'm just so blessed to have been a part of that story and bringing and just watching it happen and just helping it as I could. It, it's just amazing. Mm. Well, Carolyn, thank you for sharing just your heart and considering just what the Lord did in Laura's life. That, that is such a powerful testimony. Father, thank you, Lord, for being El Shaddai, Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. Father, you're our King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, you're amazing in so many ways. Thank you for saving Laura, drawing her back to yourself. Thank you for just the redemption you've brought about in her life in so many ways. And Lord, I thank you for the fact that you're a God that can do that over and over and over again. As people simply, as their eyes and their hearts are open to come to realize that you really are the Savior of the world. You can, no matter where we've, no matter where we've gone or what difficult roads individuals have gone down, you're a God that can reach people wherever they are and draw them back to yourself. Father, Thank you for us, the church, the privilege we have of being able to share with the world the fact that you are a God that redeems, a God that restores, a God that knows how to turn around the most difficult and troubled circumstance, the most troubled life, the difficult life. Father, help us to continue to trust you and to be patient enough to trust you and trust that in your own timing, in your own way, you know how to draw the farthest away prodigal there is back to you. Thank you for the opportunity to be a part of the wonderful work that you do as you do this time and time again. Hallelujah. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for eternal life. Thank you for the chance to know you, to be able to serve you. And thank you for the privilege of being vessels through which you can reach to draw people to yourself and back to yourself as well. We thank you. and We praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Again, our phone guest is Carolyn Morgan. She's the author of the book, The Prodigal Prayer Guide, along with Francine and Laura Perry as well. And uh, 
Carolyn, we just have a few moments before we go to the next break, but we want to let's start to talk a little bit more about the Prodigal Prayer Guide, and uh, again, why you wrote it and who you'd encourage to get and use it. Well, okay, so it was like I said, it was birthed just out of my despair, um, and I'm all of the prodigal parents out there and family members who are are just feeling despair and not knowing what to do or what to pray. So I would just take the scriptures wherever I was, whatever God was leading me in, and I would just take the scriptures and use the scriptures for words to pray. Since we we so, so often just pray repetitive prayers. So like the tabernacle prayer in the book is on page 39, and that was just birthed out of, I was teaching on the tabernacle at that time. Mm-hmm. And so I used the, my understanding that it was gaining on the tabernacle and how we come before his throne of grace and how we walk through when we're walking, you know, looking at the tabernacle and seeing that white linen wall around it and how it reminds us of his holiness and that we need to enter the gate and Jesus at the gate. I just used what I was learning and applied it in a prayer. And so all of the prayers are are pretty much like that, where I just went to the scriptures, to the Psalms or to Romans or to um, the, the Ten Commandments, and just used the word to give myself words to pray. I wasn't trying to take promises out of context and apply them to myself or my daughter, but just having the words to pray, the living, active word of God to pray for my prodigal. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. And, you know, it's helpful for us to understand that in the, in the truest sense of the word, the whole Bible really is a prayer book itself. In that because yeah. remember, prayer is both talking to God and it's listening to God. And when you're reading the Word of God, you're hearing the voice of your Heavenly Father speak into your life. So, again, I think that was just wisdom on your part to put together a prayer guide that would be, you know, in, in many ways connected to the precious Word of God. Yes, and like I said, it wasn't us putting it together. We were just doing our prayer sessions, and mm-hmm. then Kendra, she wanted us to to start submitting prayers to her because they were getting so many calls from grieving parents Mm -hmm. and needed to give a, produce a resource for parents and others. And that's how it happened. It was God. Mm -hmm. It was all God just directing all along. It wasn't a plan on our part. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, Psalm 119 verse 105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Mm -hmm. And as we learn to pray the word of God, it lightens our way. It helps. uh, It it illuminates the pathway that Mm -hmm. God is calling us in in life as well. So we'll pick up there on the other side. Our phone guest today is Carolyn Morgan. She's the author of the book, The Prodigal Prayer Guide, along with Francine and Laura Perry. We'll be right back.
music of Elevation Worship with O Sing. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. As we begin this segment, our producer, Rick Robertson, he's going to share with you, if you're a, a parent and you're wanting to share a prodigal prayer to go online to share that, he's going to tell you how, to, how you can do that. All right, you can go to In His image dot movie in his image dot movie and click on the you'll see prayer at the top of the page and there'll be a link and at that link you can actually submit a prayer request uh if you've got something on your heart that you would like for the team to pray for that you can do that that's at in his image dot movie and click on prayer there at the top of the page and you'll see a link there for you to submit a prayer request all right thanks for sharing that rick and, of course, also, if you'd like to download a copy of the prayer guide, the Prodigal Prayer Guide, for free, or if you want to purchase hard copy with a suggested donate of $10, you can get that through the AFA bookstore as well. But you can download a free copy of the Prodigal Prayer Guide, again, at that same uh, website. Our phone guest today is Carolyn Morgan. She's uh, the author, along with Francine and Laura Perry of the book, The Prodigal, the Prodigal Prayer Guide. And so, uh, Carolyn, as we begin this last segment, is there anything specific on your mind or heart that you're especially wanting to share with our listeners? Yes. Um, so I began writing these prayers. I've been writing scripture prayers and journaling for years, but I began to be more focused as my daughter began turning away from the Lord. And and the desperate, you know, just I have just a desperate, broken heart, as many parents and do. And what I've found as I have just prayed the word that is that God has filled my heart with comfort and with joy in Him, in spite of the fact that she's still walking away from the Lord and not walking with Him. And I just can't even really describe it. Uh, I I heard of a, a new book written by Julie Bussler um, that doesn't have to do with prodigal prayers, but the name of the book was Joyful Sorrow. And it was her, the book is her struggle through um, some mental illness issues and joyful sorrow. That's kind of how we feel when we walk with the Lord and yet we grieve over our prodigals. And God has filled me with joy, given me strength, and enabled me to just keep pressing on toward the upward call of God in Christ Jesus and cling to Him. I love how in Hebrews I kind of grasp on to drawing near and holding fast. That's what we need to do. We need to draw near to God, hold fast to our confidence in Him, and know that He hears from heaven, and He will answer our prayers. And the strength that he has given me through the word by praying these prayers, I, I just can't even begin to describe it. Hmm. All right. Well, again, um, I would just say, want to say to you, Carolyn, you know, one of the truths that we as believers are wise to recognize is that a very important part of our putting our faith to work is once we've done what we know we can do to trust and believe God, the Bible speaks of in Ephesians chapter 6, it says, after having done all to stand. And sometimes mm-hmm. standing is a matter of hours, sometimes days, sometimes weeks, sometimes months, sometimes years. But continue to stand 
because we serve a God that's able to, again, you know, time tries our trust. But the fact is we serve a God that can, even sometimes it may be through a journey of years, but we serve a God that knows how to draw people back to himself. So, Father, thank you for Carolyn. Thank you for other parents that may be listening that very much have one or more prodigals who are, have either walked away from the Lord or maybe never ever came to the Lord, but very much are longing to see their children come to know you. Parents that are longing to be sure that their children will spend eternity in heaven with them as well. Father, flood every one of these parents with your joy, your peace, and your grace. Help us to be mindful of the fact that, Lord, praise, thanksgiving, and worship is a wonderful tool for us to use knowing that it's one of the great acts of faith to praise and thank you in advance before we see the manifestation of what we're desiring. Help anoint us afresh with the spirit of praise and worship and thanksgiving that we would know that we can trust you even when it looks hard, even when it looks hopeless. With you, it's never hopeless. So we thank you and praise you for the work that you will do in each of our children's lives and drawing them back to yourself. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a God that's able to penetrate the hardest heart that might be out there. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, and help us to continue to put the sword of the Spirit, your word, to work in our lives, knowing that your word is a weapon that's always productive. As we put it to work in our lives, it's always accomplishing something. It's always accomplishing your will. Your word will not return void, but it will accomplish that for which you sent it to accomplish. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 Well, uh, Carolyn, I'm going to ask if you would pray for parents that are listening that may be the parents of prodigals. Whatever is on your heart to pray for them for, would you lift them up at this time? Father, I lift up all of those parents who are listening in, parents, relatives, friends, anyone who has a prodigal in their life. I lift them up before you because I know the hurt and despair that they are feeling. And I know that they often do not know what to do or what to say or how to pray. So I ask in the name of Jesus that your Holy Spirit would lead and guide them into your word that they can take that living, active word and pray it over their prodigals. And, Father, I ask that you would help them to stand and see your salvation, that you can do in the lives of these prodigals, that you can reach down into their hard hearts and soften them and give them a heart of flesh, that you can redeem them out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of life. Bring comfort and hope to all of the parents who are grieving today. Help them to know that in their despair, they can turn to you and they can rejoice in you because someday we'll see the light and goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That's what we're clinging to. And Father, we praise you and thank you that you can do immeasurably more than we think or ask above and beyond all that we can even imagine. And there's no hard heart that is so hard that you can't soften it. And I ask in the name of Jesus that you would have mercy on our prodigals and have mercy on us. Help us to humble ourselves before you and come before you and just throw ourselves at your feet and let you work in us and help us to trust you as you're working in the lives of our prodigals. And we pray in the name of Jesus. 
Amen. Father, once again, I thank you for the fact, the truth, that the greatest need of every human being in the whole world is the need for Jesus to know him and to be in close relationship with him. And Father, thank you for the wonderful opportunity and privilege it is as Christian parents and as believers, at, at period, to be involved in the wonderful work of being vessels through which you can reach by your spirit to draw people to yourself, men and women, boys and girls, prodigal sons, prodigal daughters, whoever, Lord. Father, anoint us afresh with the spirit of evangelism and discipleship. Help us to be faithful to pray daily and to stand daily, not only for our own prodigals, but for those young people out there, those persons, young people and otherwise out there that may be prodigals, but there is no dad or mom looking for them. There's no dad or mom that even cares for them. Sometimes the dads or moms don't know Jesus either and don't even have it in their hearts to want to see them come to you. But, Lord, yet very much still you desire to see them to be saved. You let us know, Lord, that it's not your desire that any would perish, but that all would come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Lord, anoint us afresh with the passion and the spirit of evangelism and discipleship. Help us to live in such a way, Lord, that every day is a day in which we're standing for those that need to know Christ. We're standing, obviously, for our own prodigals, but others that don't know Christ, that they too would come to know him as Lord and Savior of their lives as well. Lord, help us to always have that passion, that longing to, to be used of you to draw others to yourself each and every day. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, Carolyn, our time is just about gone here. Any final word you'd like to say about the book or of encouragement to parents? I just encourage parents to get into the Word and pray it over their prodigals and cast all of their own um, cares upon God and the guilt that they may feel, cast that on the Lord, too. We cannot go back and um, redo our lives but we can lay everything down before him and trust him with all of our mistakes and failures that he can redeem all of that and bring something beautiful out of what has happened in our lives and the lives of our prodigals. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Carolyn. And once again, you can go to inhisimage.movie and click on prayer at the top of the page to leave a prayer that you like or a prayer request that you'd like to uh, leave for your own prodigal. Leave the prayer request there. And you can download a copy of the prayer guide for free, or you can purchase a hard copy with a suggested donation of $10 from the AFA bookstore. Hope that you'll consider doing that. As we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you are listening today, a man or woman or a boy or girl, whoever you might be, and you know you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or you recognize that you're in a place right now where you might feel like you yourself are a prodigal and sense a need to commit or recommit your heart to the Lord. If you'd like to make that step, today is a great day to do just that. If you'd like to commit your life to the Lord or recommit your life to the Lord, would you simply pray this prayer with us even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so very much that you came into this world a very long time ago You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess 
Lord, I've sinned and I've done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things that I have done. Lord Jesus, come anew into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person that you would have me to be. You said in your word, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much want to be in touch with you. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd like to be in touch to share some resource material that'll help you begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk or your rededicated walk to the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, that email, joseph at afr.net. We hope to hear from you. Uh, Carolyn, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much. It was a delight to be with you. A privilege to have you on. And again, we're encouraging every uh, listener to prayerfully consider getting a free copy of the prayer guide for free from the website. Thanks again. Please pray for Carolyn Morgan as she continues to serve the Lord and let's stand in faith with her for her daughter and all the other prodigals represented on the broadcast today. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.